Hi, my name is Vince Davis. I'm a licensed attorney here in California, and I'm an expert in CPS cases. Today we're going to talk about a detention hearing that I recently did where I was able to get the child back to the mother at the very first hearing. And I'm going to give you some tips on how to win your first hearing at the detention arraignment hearing in every CPS case. In California and in most states, detention hearings are governed by statute, meaning a law. Here in California, it's governed by Welfare and Institutions Code, Section 319. In the case that I'm talking about, the parents were allegedly having domestic violence incidents where they were endangering the child. So social services came by and detained the child after working with the family for about a month. Now this particular issue is very important. The initial or the last domestic violence incident that happened between the parents was in or about mid-December 2019. The child was detained from the parents probably at the end of January 2020. More than a month had passed and there had been no additional domestic violence incidents. Well, at the hearing, the social worker and the social worker's attorney um, argued and put in a report that the child should be detained from the parents. I argued to the judge, and the judge listened to this, that 319 requires that there be current substantial risk to the child and that there'll be no alternatives um, for services that could be offered to allow the child to stay with the parents. In this particular case, the incident, the last incident of domestic violence happened more than a month ago, and the report by the department, the detention report, contained absolutely no indication that they had even thought of or considered alternatives to detaining the child. It seems that in a lot of counties and with a lot of social workers, when they detain the child, they just look at it as if it was, you know, if there was domestic violence, we're going to detain the child right then and there. And that actually isn't the law. The law is, you know, is there ongoing domestic violence that's recently happened? And have you tried to do away with the problem so that the child didn't have to be detained? Now, interestingly enough, the social worker in this case wrote in two or three places that the child was suffering emotionally and perhaps psychologically from being separated from the mother. The child was, I think, six years old and had never been uh, removed or you know, spent time away from her mother her entire life. So when she was detained and actually placed with the maternal grandparents, it still was you know, a source of stress and emotional detriment to the child just by taking the child away from the mother. So I made these arguments to the judge and the judge listened to all of the arguments from the minor's attorney and from the social worker's attorney and from the father's attorney. Interestingly enough, and, and to my surprise, the minor's attorney actually argued for the child to be released to the, to the mother 
but on condition that she temporarily at least live with the maternal grandparents to make sure that there were no issues or no other incidents between the mother and the father. The judge, in fact, ruled that way. The judge released the child to the mother and required her to temporarily live with the maternal grandparents. When you go to your first hearing, it's important that you look at and read Welfare and Institutions Code Section 319 or your state's detention statute. In California, the statute is very clear on what must be shown by the social worker. And in many cases, the social worker's detention report doesn't fulfill the requirements of Section 319 in order to detain the child. It's interesting, um, a lot of social workers, and as particularly here in Los Angeles County, if an incident of domestic violence happens, then they just detain your child and they think that the judge will go along with that. But that's not actually what 319 says. So before you go to your hearing, review 319, and if you have a private attorney who you've hired, him or her, review that. Now there's one other thing that I want to tell you. If the judge decides to detain your child at the detention hearing, you're entitled to a detention rehearing. And we'll be talking about that more in a later uh, video. I want to thank you for watching. Please subscribe to my channel and give us a like on this video. And if you want me to address any other topics with respect to CPS hearings or suing a social worker for civil rights violations, just leave your comments in the notes below. My name is Vincent Davis, and thank you for watching this video.